So um, I, I was in a, uh, a patient's home today, and uh, as usual, people start opening up to me because for whatever reason, I have something written on my forehead that says, just tell me all your information. <laughs> I, I, in all honesty, I, I think it just has to do with someone's in your home. Um, a lot of times. Yeah, they I'm sure that helps. In their lives. And yeah, they just start Very personal. Right. They just start opening up. But um, this one patient was telling me about how her marriage went and, you know, how she went through this traumatic divorce and yada, yada, yada. And then she said something to me that I initially agreed with. And then I stopped and I thought about it. I was like, I don't I don't know if I fully agree with this. But she said something along the lines of, you know what you're getting yourself into prior to making commitments. Right. With, we're talking about relationships or like anything? Relationships, okay. more specifically. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it could be a generalized statement that kind of just goes in, in anything, any, any mm-hmm, major decision mm-hmm. that you make. But um, she was basically saying that everything that she experienced throughout the marriage and then after the marriage was over with, it was something that she was seeing in the beginning, but wasn't seeing in the beginning, if that makes sense. Maybe ignoring. Almost, well, not really. Well, yes. She made it seem as if the statement she was making was saying that you know exactly what you're getting yourself into before you get into it. And that you consciously or subconsciously made that decision. And then now you're just living through it. And initially I agreed because of everything else that was going on in my life and everything else that I was looking at. I go, okay, well, I could see where, yes, you, you see it coming, but then you just keep on pushing forward. But then I stopped and I thought, and I go, I, I don't entirely agree with it primarily because people do tend to put on a facade early on in order to get what they want and or people just change throughout life. And sometimes you don't change with that person. And then now you're you're stuck with who that person either was always and now they've revealed themselves or who they grew to be. Mm-hmm. And then now you're looking back and you're saying, oh, well, I knew this all along. And this person was like, well, I don't I don't I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think maybe a lot of times, but maybe not all the time. A lot of times that people, what she's people saying know what is true. Okay. People know what they're getting into. And maybe into. you just choose to and I'm gonna stick with ignore. Mm-hmm. Turn a blind eye to certain things that were always there. I think that happens a lot. Okay. I think that's probably more common than not than what you're saying. Okay. I guess I guess what what made me what made me not want to agree with that statement was being in a situation where I can honestly say that the person that I am no longer with, you know, between my ex-wife and my previous relationship, mm-hmm. not not so much my ex-wife today, but you know, when things were going bad and mm-hmm. you know when after the divorce and just how that looked for years, I could have honestly said that I didn't know that human being and that that wasn't the human being that 
that I fell in love with. You see what I'm saying? And maybe, maybe because I was on that person's good side that. Yeah, you never had to see that. I never had to see that. So yeah. it's quite possible that that, that was what that human being was. And then maybe if I look back and I dig deep, then maybe I could see that, oh, well, this person was that way towards this person that they didn't like. And so why wouldn't it be me when they no longer like me anymore? Mm-hmm. But but even then, it's, it's I don't know, it, 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 it kind of made me shy away from saying, oh, well, I should have seen this coming because this person was like this before. Because that person, typically, when everything's good, they're not like that with you. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, yeah, I see what you're saying. Now, I do agree with your statement when you say that there are some people out there that do get caught up in the moment. And this person showed all their cards and people still push forward in hopes that maybe they thought they could change the person or they or you caught glimpses maybe not all the cards but there are some things in hindsight that you're like "Mm, okay that was if i really think about it i saw bits and pieces of what this human being looks like now right then but i I guess overall just just hearing that statement it i don't know like i said initially when i when i first heard it knee-jerk reaction was yeah I, i could see that but then as i thought about it i was like i don't know i'm i'm not quite on board with it and i mean it's also true that sometimes certain things happen in life that bring things out of us that we didn't even know we were capable of and and that's another reason why i said it is because a lot of times people say hard times you know build character i believe that hard times reveal Reveal. character this is who you are right so a lot of times people don't know who they really are until they're backed in a corner and then now they have to make these decisions that either are knee-jerk reactions, like that kind of like flight or fight, flight or fight kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Which is what you and I, we've talked about in the podcast. You know, there, there's something that happens to people when they look at a piece of paper. And this is primarily when you're going through some sort of legal dispute with mm-hmm. someone that you were once partners with. But there's something that happens to a human being when they see their name written on a piece of paper that says... Their name versus the other yeah, person's name. This is true. It, it some sort of competitive thing clicks in, not to all people, but to a good amount of people out mm-hmm. there. And then now that person, and to include you, you want the better end of the deal, whatever that may look like. You want the better end of the deal. You don't want to be the one that's left with the forty nine in there with the fifty one percent. Yeah. You either want a 50-50 or you want to be you want the 5149. Right. And so until people have been put in a situation where you are going against someone in a way where it looks like your life may change in a way that you don't want it to, because you're at the mercy of a judge or at the mercy of, plus at the mercy of what this other person might mm-hmm. want. You're now being battle tested. And so now those characteristics in you are now being revealed. Right. So if you were a selfish person, now you're an extra selfish person, mm-hmm. especially if there are children involved, which is a situation that I'm in with my most recent ex. Right. Where I'm trying to have this relationship with my children, but it's at the mercy of 
what this other person is willing to allow me to have. Right. Right. So when I was with that person, that person didn't seem selfish. Right. But again, I was on that person's team. So your life looked completely different, completely different. And and maybe there were selfish tendencies that were there, but it, it might've been pushed aside because again, we were on the same team and Mm -hmm. we just navigated through it. But now that we're no longer together, that person is extremely selfish to the point where they're not only destroying the, the bond that I'm trying to have with my boys. Right. But also the bond that they can have with me and, and probably not seeing that, seeing right. it as I'm, I have control of this situation and this is what I have control over. These are, I'm going to hold on to this. And thinking that you're right, that you and know thinking, better. Right. Which is also a problem. Which is, which, right. and, it's, and it's human. Exactly. You think you know better. Right. Because again, we're not on the same team. Right. So, even though in a perfect world, we should be on the same team when it comes to team children, right? Mm-hmm. It should be the two of us working with one another in order to have this, uh, uh, the best life possible for these children that are put in almost the worst case scenario yeah. as far as not being raised with both parents in a home and being in two yeah. separate homes in two different states right. and, and just how chaotic very that complicated. looks. complicated, right? Yeah. Instead of us operating together, it's still me versus you. And it probably always will and be. And it probably always will be. Yeah. But I say all that to say I would have never seen that because the opportunity when, hadn't presented when, itself properly. Right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have seen that when I got down on one knee and asked, to, you know. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, I, and it's not to take away from that person's experience because obviously that person is much older than me and they've had a lot of time to reflect on things and, you know, unpack things. So maybe that person. And that was their it. experience. And that's their experience. Right. But I just wanted to share that because of, you know, it was just something that someone said to me and, you know, and I, I, I'm i sure there are a lot of people out there or whoever's listening, they probably have their own separate experiences and, and how that may look. And, and then I think, too, like, <clears throat> sometimes just to give people grace like, even if you do catch glimpses of who this individual ended up being or the mm-hmm. colors they ended up showing you, there's something to be said about, like, since you wouldn't do those things, at, at least, at the very least, out of some sort of respect for what once was, mm-hmm. even, mm-hmm. then you kind of expect the same from the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Because I can say that about my marriage. Even though I did see pieces of who this person is today, uh-huh. it was never really directed towards me. But I can't sit here and be like, I, I could never see where that's coming from. That would be a lie. But I, I, w- I would have said, and I had said before, like that he would never be that way with me. Even if it didn't work out, just because I, I thought like... At the very least, there's respect for what once was. Because I, I felt that way. Right. 
There's lines I would have never crossed just out of respect for being with someone for a decade and sharing a life with someone and having kids with someone. I don't know. But again, I, I guess maybe that's the wrong expectation just because I'm that way doesn't mean somebody else isn't clearly. But you, you know what? And, and, and this isn't to, this isn't to question you and how you see things. It's just, just how my mind works. And this is just me just unpacking the shit that <laughs> keeps me up at night. But the fucked up part about perception is, especially when you understand how perception works, is just as much as I feel like I'm doing the right things and, and I'm handling things the way it should be handled, that person is probably believing the same thing. And so then it makes me question, am I the bad guy? Am I yeah. the wrong one? Yeah, Do I've had those right? moments too. But then, but then I stop and I think, oh, no, that's what the devil wants you to think. With, without making this, you know, preachy or anything like that. Because I'm, I'm you know, you know, and I've, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I've but I think there are just some fine lines of like if you're intentionally causing damage. If you're intentionally trying to destroy. Right. People know what's right and wrong. There are some things that you could, that are questionable in its perception. But there are other things that it's just like, that's just blatantly wrong. Right. Like keying cars and slashing tires and emailing people's workplace 100 percent. Okay. <laughs> do you see what i'm saying right. or or withholding communication and, right and there's some things that are stories just in order to wrong right making things up you know so you guess perception i agree with that but then there are just some wrong I know. And when it's all said and done, I do look and I go, no, I'm I'm not wrong. I'm I'm right in this situation. But I do have those moments where I stop and I think like, is it is it is it me? Is do I have it fucked up and the rest of the world has it right? Kind of thing. But I think that that's just me being the analytical over or over analyzing everything. And that's just a part of what comes with me and how my mind works. But then too, you know, and again, without making it like preachy and, you know, whatever. But I think that that's when, when people talk about the devil, like that's, I think that's what they mean. If that makes sense. And it's not to say that, that I'm an, I'm an atheist. Like, you know, I'm clearly atheist. I don't subscribe to any particular religion, mm -hmm. but I do believe in good and evil and, just the energy that comes with that and yeah. the power that those polarizing things have the the power that good has and a power that that evil and bad has and the things it, it could do to you and so when i look at situations like that and just how someone just wants to take 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 and, and hold you down and make you think that you're wrong and gaslight and, you know, whatever those things may be. I look at that and I go, oh, that's what people mean when they say that the devil is walking amongst us. Not to necessarily call those people the devil, not to say that. I might. I, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but just that energy yeah. that, that and, and what that does to you, regardless if you're right or you're wrong, right? Let, let's say, e even if I'm wrong, right? But 
and as far as wrong, like let's say I'm the bad guy and that person has a right, but just what it does to me and how it breaks me down, like that's where they say, okay, the 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 devil. Is yeah, there. yeah, I see what you're saying. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. right? And um, yeah, and I I guess it's just something that just happens just as, as I get older and I I start thinking about things and. And just trying to figure out how the world works and 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 people how everything plays out and how yeah. people are right yeah um just some of the things that that i that I think about and it and then it it takes me back to my my roots of Christianity and just how things are written not just in the Bible but written in all books that are based in you know theology right they talk about how these things work and i guess the best way to illustrate it would be this person that's underneath you know with a pitchfork and you know red with horns and has a creepy laugh but <laughs> but really really what i think it, it could be talking about is just what people do to other people as far as energetically. Yeah. And that's not to say that, that the devil is not, I, I'm not saying that that doesn't exist and this does exist, but I'm saying just in totality, you know, when they say that the devil walks among us and, and the, the things that, that take place, that's where I go. Okay. In my experience, that would be that. Right. Right. And it's usually the, the devil's close to you with mm -hmm. within your circle mm -hmm. one way or another yeah you know but then if you let it take over you then then now you think you're wrong and now you think that everything you're doing is wrong and that or or you might feed into well, them and that's play that hard game. well the, and you know that i've struggled with this it's hard when you believe that you're doing the right thing and you're mm -hmm. taking all the right avenues and you're not matching energy and it's been years and you've let things go and then that person continues that's where it's hard to not at least it's been for me to be like, well, damn, like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Right. Because I'm doing what I think is the right thing. Mm -hmm. Is it, though? Because this is the outcome doesn't seem to, to change, no matter what my approach is. That's hard. Right. And then, and then that's where, I guess, to, to go back into that whole take it from the Bible that's where you go, oh, well, this could be like the story of Job, right? Where, and, right, Job? Where so. bad things happen, bad mm -hmm. things happen to test the faith, to test yeah. if you're doing the right thing. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to drop down on your knees and pray to the Lord every single day. But if you think that you're doing the right thing, you should continue to do the right thing. Yeah. Regardless of what's being thrown your way and how you the feel outcomes. you're being yeah. punished because you're supposed to do the right thing. And that's where I was getting to before what I was saying. If you give in and then now you flip flop 
then now that's the devil winning and taking over. And now right. you're just a part of that negative energy as opposed to trying to put out the positive energy, especially if you know for a fact that what you're doing is right and is coming from a place of balancing out the negativity, mm -hmm. the real negativity. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I would just love to actually have a conversation with uh, any anyone out there that is doing you wrong, doing me wrong, or just anyone out there that's doing wrong to someone in general, and just hear their side, just to really unpack and like like how where where is your mind? And again, it would be to to actually figure out am am I am I the wrong one? Am I fucked up? Do, do I have it backwards? And maybe they have it right, and maybe I'm I'm the terrorist this entire time. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't know. That gets tricky because some people, you know, make up a story in their mind, and they roll with it. Then there's no coming back from that. And that's that's perception. Right. Exactly. Perception is a wild thing, especially if you have the power to, like you said, create a story in your head. And now that story's gospel, and and mm -hmm. it's not based in reality. Oh, like what the actual reality of things are. It's your reality, right? But not. Yikes! 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 Mm -mm. Episode sixty-seven. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, light. <laughs> Let's lighten up light, a little bit. Light conversation. Let's lighten it up. Let's change it. Let's change it up. Bezos. More specifically, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott. I believe that's her name. Okay. AKA 33 Bs. 33 billion. Mm -hmm. I think she has. I'm, I hope I'm not, you know, uh, uh, downplaying her. If she's actually at the <laughs> yeah. 34 billion. You know what I'm saying? It's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a big difference when we're talking about the Bs. But- she is, it looks like she's filing for divorce or divorcing that science teacher that she married. Were you, were you up to speed on that? Mm -mm. Okay. So after she got a divorce she, from Bezos, she got the money, decided that she wanted to give all the money out to, to the world and you know, spread, the, spread the joy and spread and the, the wealth, wealth and doing all great positive things. She somehow linked up with a science teacher i would love to hear how that worked out like how did they get in the same room with one another and married a science teacher and now it appears that they are going to be getting a divorce so i bring this up because we've been talking about alpha and betas and uh um how do i want to put it high value people whether it be men women this woman on paper is clearly a high value woman one of the highest i want to say she's what top 13 or some shit like that as far as wealthiest women right i mean 33 billion and that puts you as a high value human being period right if we're talking about money, because we've had these conversations. If that, we're talking yeah, about money, exactly. if we're talking about money, but but I think money is the easiest way to scale 
value, right? And okay. I, I, I and I know that this goes into a deeper conversation of what men value versus what women value. Which we've, men don't we've had about. <clears throat> those conversations. Right. Males typically don't place a value on a woman as far as her, you know, what she brings in. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know this. You and I have talked about this, but still. 33 billion puts you in a certain category. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a certain category that can put you in rooms where a science teacher might be a bit, you know, uh, and it's not to play him because he could be a phenomenal guy, but it might put him a little bit underneath her. Right. As a woman, let's say, and I'm going to create this hypothetical situation. You're a woman. You now have $33 billion. Are you okay with dating a science teacher i mean i'm what came to my mind is like she already did that high value man okay route uh-huh. and it didn't work out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i could see how she might want to try something different and how they that might might have been attractive i can understand that so i can't knock it so so if if you're bringing it all if you're bringing the table and the house and the the whole kin caboodle because you you're a fucking billionaire right it would be like hard to find someone on your level if we're talking about money okay right and what does she care she has everything she could ever want mm-hmm. so she could just focus on the human being okay i'm glad you said that so then my my next question would be so let's say you make six figures. You're right at that $100,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? Would you date a science teacher? Or would you require, at that amount of money that you make, would you require someone that is at your level or higher? Or 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 at least around your level. Not, not necessarily they have to make six figures, but... Would you be okay with dating someone that, well, that I had guess a lot less than you? A lot less. I don't. I would never want to be in a position where. And this is not the same because a billionaire money would be completely different. Mm-hmm. But even a hundred thousand dollars, where I'm potentially supporting another human being, and it's affecting me because I mean, yes. $100,000 isn't chump change, but it's not billions of dollars. Right, right, right. So you're, right. Still, you're still like earning your money and living is costing you. Mm-hmm. It's not luxury. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I wouldn't ever want to, I don't think I could respect a man that I would have to support financially, potentially. That's as, just me. So you're okay with supporting him financially as long as it's not a burden <laughs> on you? Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. The the reason why I'm asking you this question is because typically women do not date down in status. That's usually not how it works. Typically women are dating up in status. Unless they have no choice cuz the it would be hard to find somebody on your level, I would think. Right. Yeah. So so the reason why I'm asking that question is because you've kind of you've kind of drew a line you're you're okay with dating a man that's below you in status. And I'm I'm putting that in quotes because I again I don't know this guy, could be a great guy, yada yada yada. Yeah. When you have an ungodly amount of money, it, there's it, there's no way in hell that, that this can ever be spent or anything like that. You or, know, it, or that to find somebody on that 
or on level. Right, right, right. And because in order to find people that are on that level or above you, you're only talking about ten other people on the planet. Right. <laughs> right. So you're already and you your ex was one of them. Right. So you're already going right, right, right. So you're already going down, so you might as well it it, it doesn't even matter at that point. Right. But if it was a hundred thousand dollars where there's still wiggle room for inconvenience or making life more difficult than it needs to be, that's out of the question. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I just, I don't know. <laughs> because for, if you were a man asking this question, then that, that wouldn't even matter. But again, it's because males typically look for something different in females versus what females look for yeah. in males. So, I mean... <laughs> I wouldn't say a science teacher, but maybe an art teacher. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it came back to me. Yes, of course. We're talking about that again. You can't let that go. Good lord. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's an art teacher out there that's mm -hmm. getting a good amount of attention mm -hmm. from. Just so from you. Uh, no, no, no. I just, I thought that joke originally was going to land a little bit better, like, but, but then, yeah. but then I had to explain it. So, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which you, you know, you know what's so, uh, in this, I guess we're just going to talk about it because we're here. I think the number one thing that was so mind boggling about that art teacher and it has less to do with her and just more to do with how we're changing as a society and just how more attractive women are doing things that are something that we typically wouldn't expect attractive women to do. Okay. Right. For instance, th that art teacher, she's an attractive woman, but she's not anything spectacular. Right. Mm -hmm. But she is... An above average woman, she has a very nice body, whether it be yeah. bought or she worked hard for it, whatever it may be. But I think the number one thing that made people so uncomfortable with her looking the way she did is that she looked the way she did and she had a skill. And the skill set happened to, to be working with children, right? Mm -hmm. And she was able to, to draw some cartoon characters, right? <laughs> <laughs> And this and this is not to downplay, you know, yes. her her artistic ability. I I don't know what what she's capable of, but every time I've seen her draw something, it was, you know, on on a on the iPad, and it was very, you know, <laughs> cartoony, right? But typically, when we close our eyes and we think of an art teacher, you would think of like a like a tall, thin white woman that looks a little homely. Right. And Either very plain or very hippie or very, very hippie. average, very not what that art teacher was. Right. right. So then when you imagine what you would think a teacher in general would be and then you see her, you go, oh, this makes me uncomfortable mm -hmm. because how is it that you have all of that and you have a skill? And this dawned on me because... The other day, which was yesterday, but <laughs> I was watching the trial for the Parkland shooter, right? Mm -hmm. 
and I'm listening to this judge read down everything. And I'm not seeing the judge. I'm not seeing the judge at all. But I'm, I'm listening to them reading all the verdicts and it's taking forever and saying all these, you know, words that I don't quite understand because a lot of it's legal terminology, which mm. is designed for us simple people not to understand. Right. But as I'm as I'm reading it or as I'm listening to it, I uh, imagine I'm imagining in my head what a typical woman judge would be for me. Before I describe what I think, Judge you tell me Judy. what you would think. That's 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 what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you were gonna say. But but what would you think if you're if you're thinking? Okay, this is a a woman judge. What are you thinking? Attractive wouldn't be the first thing that comes to my mind. That that much right. I can say. Right. I'm thinking this is a <clears throat> white woman might have a little bit extra weight on her. Or not, maybe like a Judge Judy, but I think Judge Judy, no, no, no. My my guess would have been little little overweight, aggy looking, right? <laughs> Looks like she shouldn't be judging people, but 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 she worked right she hard, is. yeah, so that now she can actually judge people yeah. instead of being judged, right? That's what I'm expecting. Okay. They put this woman on camera, attractive woman, thin. Looks like she might, you know, be some sort of Italian or whatever. Or at, at first, I thought she could have been Hispanic, mm-hmm. but an an attractive woman. I'm like, what? that's judge. <laughs> you didn't expect it. But watch this. My mind immediately went to, oh, this is a fucking hoax. This is a joke. This has got to be. Up. I know it's fucked up, but it's fucked up because in my head, I'm thinking that this person can't be attractive and do this and take it all serious. Like if she gave me a life, I'm like, oh, she's playing. She's she gonna let me off. You see what I'm saying? But 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 it has to do with I'm just so conditioned to seeing women that were attractive not, not need to have a skill. Not do shit that's skillful that requires she didn't like have to. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm used to seeing okay if you're attractive, then you were a cheerleader. You weren't a bookworm when you were attractive. You were you were popping. You were out, you know, doing things. You weren't because clearly, clearly, this woman that's a judge went to school. She's very intelligent, very you know, hardworking, hardworking, dedicated. dedicated. Yeah. Boom. She's in this position where she's a judge. She got here based on her merit, not her looks. But, but. I'm still stuck in this antiquated way of thinking where I'm going, oh, she's in this position. There's no way that she looks attractive, too. <laughs> it's almost like, <laughs> but not yeah, that I'm mad at it. I'm like, up. oh, shit. No, but it's it, unexpected. It's unexpected. and that, But that's fucked up. Is that just me? I don't think it's just you. I think it's society. But it, it is fucked up. But, here, but, here, but, but it's the same way with a teacher. When I think of a teacher... I don't think that like if I never met any of my son's teachers, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just speaking to them, I wouldn't think that I would walk in and see someone that looked yeah, like Yeah, but it's just you. like okay, respectfully, cuz I mean my mom's a teacher and I know teachers, but it's just like I know you, it, the judge I could see versus a teacher like I know, but I'm I'm <laughs> okay. saying I'm not saying and that teachers I say can that be very attractive. Respectfully. My mother was a teacher. So yeah. I know that teachers can be attractive. But well, I'm not I'm just saying, saying that. Like you make it seem like anybody can be a teacher. That doesn't require a whole lot of Oh. 
Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You're if, you're downplaying like, teachers. That's, <laughs> that's why I kept saying respectfully. Because <laughs> <I laughs> when you said judge, I'm like, okay, well, not every. That's not yeah, a yeah, position not that anybody judge. could, right? You know, attain. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, love teachers, but I mean, okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. I was an art going, teacher? I was going completely okay. different in a different direction. That's why I'm like, you make it seem like it's hard to be a teacher, but okay. I don't know. It, so I, I guess just to cut the short shit short, I'm still, there's still a part of me that has the, mind, the mindset of <clears throat> if, you're, if you're good looking, then there's no way you're, you're smart with it. But it's not just for women. Like I would see it with, athletes too right if you're like yeah, there's a stereotype there's a stereotype right yeah. like if you're a, if you're a big strong and it's mostly correct well i think on both sides right but but i but i'd argue there aren't a lot of people that are intelligent and in like not everyone's a judge right perfect example right not everyone's a judge so period period yeah so, and not so so not everyone is as intelligent as a judge or even let's say a good looking doctor right we put this on uh, like Grey's Anatomy, right? What, what was his name? Doctor McHotty or some shit? Doctor McSteamy or some, some yes, shit like that? Yes, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Even though that was mm-hmm. fiction, and I know I'm I'm bringing in you know reality and fiction, but even then, that was such a big deal because when you think of a doctor, you think of some not attractive person, you know, whatever. You it throw catches any race you off guard. It catches you off guard, right? Because I do work around doctors that are attractive people, both men and women, and it catches you off guard. You're yeah. like, oh shit! Like you're <laughs> you're attractive too. Like you're smart and attractive. It's almost like you can't have it all. I I have a hard time believing that you can read as good as you read with that ass and those titties. There's no way. There's are no you want me. You yes. When I hear you read, I'm kind of impressed. I go, damn, she can actually read, and it, it makes me go. How the fuck do you have it all? There's no way that you can have nice teeth, <laughs> nice titties, nice and be ass, able to read. and be literate. That's fucking unfair. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> so I can <laughs> see. Then I can see a world where people would be in shock and awe, and in and in hate. And we're, well, we're going back and, to the teacher, yeah. or just anyone in general, where it looks like yeah, you have everything. Yeah, because it seems unfair, right? To your point, right? Yeah, it's like you look at LeBron James, and you go, "He's a fucking super freak human being mm-hmm. that is tall, athletic as shit, built perfectly, and he's also really and he's smart. fucking smart, yeah, right." But you want to believe that there's no way he can read a book, right? Because most aren't right. And then if he couldn't read a book, we would actually like him probably more or be less intimidated by it. Just well, like, it, it is. Right. It's the intimidation. Just, right. Just like if you couldn't do long division, I would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me, what you're saying. Uh-huh. Actually, I think it was yesterday, too. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, for real. Someone gave no. you a math equation? And you? No, 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 no. What we're talking about. Like being like surprised about how attractive somebody is uh-huh. and Cause I had to have a conversation with someone cause we work with athletes mm-hmm. and she's an attorney and I had to look her up cause I couldn't find her information. But before I looked her up, I spoke with her mm-hmm. on the phone. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And you know, I didn't think anything of it, but when I looked her up, like she's like a beautiful woman mm-hmm. 
And I was like, oh, like I didn't expect that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, damn. But the same thing. I'm like, wow, like good for her. She's gorgeous and she's an attorney and she has a great right. job representing athletes. Like, wow, what a great life. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, and and I know you feel the way you feel about uh, people. You you believe that most people are <laughs> ugly, and yeah, I I know you feel. But but do you think that maybe we're just getting more attractive as a people because of the way how well we take care we take care of ourselves and the way we carry ourselves and things like that? No, because I don't think. No. You just think you just think more genes. more attractive people are just putting themselves in positions to where they're and this, well and then if we if we want to go there as far as women are concerned women in general are now in positions that they weren't in so that includes more attractive women too okay good so so fair enough that that makes sense so years ago it would have been if you're attractive you would have just attached yourself to this man that was a high value man because now. You kind of maybe you had to. Maybe you had maybe you had to because of lack of opportunities. Enough, right, right. But also that's that was your gift. Like that was yeah. That was why the position. Why would you waste that on, you, on law school? Right. But now you can have law school, have mm-hmm. that, and have whatever you want. Or yeah, so maybe maybe it's just a right. Yeah, but it it does like. And I, I think it happens. I would say most people would agree with that. Like it, certain things catch you off guard when you see attractive people doing either regular <laughs> shit right. or, you know, hot shit. Yeah. You know what makes me feel really good at night? What? When I watch you put your glasses on. And <laughs> you then, say that. And yeah. then, Do people know your theory? So I have a theory that the bigger the bigger and the nicer your titties are the blinder you the blinder are. you are right <laughs> you are fucking blind i am blind and so you could do everything to include read but not but with I your raw eyebrow right. uh, I, I, eyeballs right. right right you you need assistive devices i wouldn't make it and right. your handicap apocalypse you're handicapped right so it makes me feel it makes me feel better about (laughs) me when i see you because then i go oh that's where that's where yeah and and just to be clear people i i do believe that you can't have it all something something has to give right so if you have big titties then your body took all the time and energy to give you big titties and it spent less time (laughs) Time. You hear yourself? I, I do. I do. And I and I believe it. And I believe it only because my perception has told me that there's some truth to what I'm saying because all the busty women in my life need glasses. <laughs> so there's that. Oh god. There's that. And I think the bigger the blinder. <laughs> I think the bigger the blinders. So all you F titties, J titties out there, you I don't even think you have eyes. You don't have eyes. Yikes. And and for the, and eyes. for the people out there that have small breasts and bad eyes, you you what happened there? You you just you, you failed. <laughs> Your up. body failed you. Something you have big feet, something. Something something's big. It went somewhere. Something's big. Yeah. 
but I uh, but I'm willing I'm willing to be wrong about my judgment. Yeah, maybe you'll get some feedback. And maybe I'll get some feedback and maybe some woman out there with 2020 2020 with double D's. Double D 2020. Because right now I believe that the D and macular degeneration <laughs> is, is those D tits. Oh that's god. What, that's what it is. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Correct them if you want. But I bet you they shrink on you. <laughs> what do you want in life? All right. What do I have next? <laughs> oh, gosh. You, you Feel free to say pass if you want to pass on this. And if you say and pass, for you to say that, and if you say it must be bad, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But but if you say pass, I'm still going to give it a minute or two, and then and then we'll move on. Have you have you heard? You probably haven't, but have you heard of the butt baby? I don't think so. The butt baby. So allegedly, I don't know if this is a, a spoof or what, but. I read an article that they have come up with this invention to allow trans women to experience labor by, by, by inserting up to a 13-inch baby up your rectum. You could purchase this baby and you insert it up your rectum and then you can go through the labor process. It's not even the same thing. <laughs> what is happening? I don't, We're really doing this? I don't know. <laughs> is this real? I I I what? tried I tried so I Googled it and I saw multiple articles. I haven't seen one article say it was a spoof. Maybe I didn't dig deep enough. <laughs> no, it's probably it's probably real. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. But we're really doing this. Now trans women can experience childbirth. No, they can't. With, no, it's not. With having a baby thing. is not the same as taking a massive shit. <laughs> oh, my God. How annoying. 13 inch. Oh, and because because they have, <laughs> they're taking everyone in consideration, you could buy, there's multiple races. There's a white baby. There's a dark baby, dark as fuck. And there's a brown baby, <laughs> right? No, it's dark. It's it's a dark. You baby. saw the baby. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I had to see it for myself. So there's one you can get. It's a smaller baby. It's a little bit, I guess, would be easier to to deal with going up and out. But then there's I, one up to 13 inches, Sounds which so 13 inches. I mean, that's a that's pretty serious. Yeah, but you. Like babies are way bigger than thirteen inches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna if Look, you're gonna do it, do that shit right. When you said that, I'm like, yo, <laughs> like thirteen inches. That's that's a no. I don't want I have, any inches up there, let alone. But I'm just saying, thirteen is not what a baby uh, is typically. So if you're gonna <laughs> go in, then go all the way. Go all the way in. Yeah. Jesus, you're encouraging them. <laughs> the you're gonna have to block that out, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna block it. It bothers me only because of that reason. It's just like that's stupid. Number one, because it's not the same thing. It would never be the same experience. 
And then on top of that, you're going to cheat yourself or cheat. The most disturbing thing about all of it, and we don't have to dive deep into this because it just it just is what it is. But it's where do we pump the brakes? Well, we don't, clearly. There are no brakes on this car. Where do we pump brakes the brakes? Removed. And we have to in, in order to be politically correct and to be accepted and not being you know not being called a bigot or a homophobe or a transphobe all or whatever phobes, all the phobes you have to accept this as and oh like, yeah this is a great thing not only accept it but like champion it you have to say that this is a great thing and this Good is allowing yeah. everyone to experience the the woman experience yeah i have a problem with that yeah Tough pill to swallow, but we don't. But we don't have to sit on it. No, I know. <laughs> but they do. Yeah, you know what it is, and uh, I, I know there's a saying: everyone lives long enough to become the bigot. I, I'm certainly coming to the understanding that I'm of the age that I'm demanding certain things, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. You're not even I, old. I, I, I'm not, but I I am. Because when is that age? When it When is well, that age where you stop? It also matters that, like, I don't know if there's been transitions the way that we've gotten to experience in our lifetime mm-hmm. at our age mm-hmm. ever the way that it is now, like, things changing the way mm-hmm. that they have changed in such extreme ways. So to be fair, I sometimes feel a lot older than I am just because the world looks so different than it did not that long ago. Right. In so many different ways. Right. And so I'm at the age where I'm becoming more and more conservative. Yeah. I'm I'm holding on to the things that I value more and more. Even though I'm I'm not I'm, and by that and just to be clear, I'm not saying that I'm conservative and I well I'm not saying that I'm not malleable. I'm not saying that I'm rigid and I'm stuck in my ways. I'm just finding myself becoming more and more conservative as far as holding on to the things that I value and I find important and, and holding on to those things and not being afraid to express that. And by today's definition, that would stop me from being liberal because I'm not just mm-hmm. going with the flow and I'm not going with everything. So right. I, I'm just saying those words because in a world as we define them in society. Yeah. Right. Then I'm finding myself becoming more and more conservative. And just, just to get off that topic. And this is where I really wanted to go down is I'm finding myself demanding more of my basic needs and not settling for anything less. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where, Earlier in life, I've I felt that I was a little bit more laissez-faire with things. I was a little bit more easygoing yeah. and a little bit more okay with letting things slide and and not not necessarily be so quick to put my foot down and demand the the things that that I demand. But I'm at the age now where I am demanding those things. For instance, you know, we talked about in the previous episode where. You know, I, I could be the type of person where you and I are going through something and I exper- I'm experiencing an energy from you and I could just let it pass over and just let it be. 
I'm at the age now where I, f- I feel like I got to say something. And to the point where if I don't say something, then I feel like that I'm, did I, did I do the wrong thing by not saying something kind of thing? But it's not just specifically with you. It's just with anything. I find myself saying no more. I find myself being less tolerable or, or I find Tolerant. myself tolerating less yeah. of people bullshitting me or people, you know, mistreating me or whatever it may be. Well, you've gotten comfortable with your boundaries. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and I, I think I, that's, you know, normal and appropriate with age. Uh-huh. I agree. Right. And then certain life experiences, I'm sure, have helped that along. Right. Now, in the downside of that is it, it makes me appear to be more like I'm a mean person. Even though I'm not trying to be a mean person, it's just I'm not going like to tolerate you're protecting you your speaking peace. to me this way. Right. Yeah. For instance, for instance, I, I had a situation with a client two weeks ago where they were talking to me kind of crazy. I didn't deserve it. And I told that person, hey, I, I don't deserve that. You're not going to speak to me this way. You're going to need my services before I need you as a patient. So we need to turn this around or I'm, I'm leaving and I'm not going to come back. And in that moment, it appeared that I was being an asshole because I said what I said, but I I wasn't going to tolerate being talked to a certain way. And I'm okay. I'm so okay with saying that, that I'm okay with every other consequence that comes with it. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with you contacting the agency. I'm okay with you having a problem with it. I'm okay with me losing future clients because I'm staying like I'm more okay with losing things in order to keep be true to you me grounded and be true to myself Mm -hmm. within reason like I'm I'm not doing anything that's ignorant but I'm I would be more okay with the potential of losing money than I would be to just let someone Treat you treat me bad, especially when I know I don't deserve it, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, and going forward, and but I feel like that's coming with me getting older, and like you said, being becoming more self aware of my boundaries and and what makes me feel good about me mm-hmm. at night that I that I didn't have before, and you're comfortable with your your worth and how you define it for yourself 100 percent. yeah 100 i don't think a lot of people could say that yeah or or maybe younger right i think that a lot of that comes with age Mm -hmm. i would agree and a lot of that has come from being rolled over and being fucked over and being (laughs) yeah life (laughs) mistreated (laughs) yeah right because i i i had to take a lot of l's per se or you know leaving the house and be like, well, charge it to the game because I was uh, taking all that in or or even how people that are closer to me, how they might treat me or interact with me. I took a lot of that on. But now I'm at the point where it's like, uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm I'm cutting all anchors. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with losing some things in order to make sure that I stay well grounded. And then I also think that sometimes there are scenarios and situations where we have to take shit because mm-hmm. that's just the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. 
So because of that, we have to um, take less shit in other categories, I guess, or think places that we can control because there are some places that we can't. So it's like that that tank needs to remain full only 100%. for the places where I, I have to deal with Right, 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 right. You have no control. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So I don't have enough to spread around. Mm-hmm. Like this is I'm cutting this here because I, I can control this. So I'm, I'm gonna cut this here, <laughs> yeah. whatever that may come with it. But I, I, I and I guess that's just the beauty of life and and just um, just how you, as long as you're doing it right, you're you're always learning. You're learning about yourself. You're learning about the world. You're learning about people. You're mm-hmm. learning about where you fit in the world. Or you know, it's just it's just a lot. It's a lot. So. I'm of that age, but I'm also the age now where I need to have fiber in my diet or my, <laughs> my, my shits are all go. fucked up. So, See? so there's that. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. So I need oatmeal every day. <laughs> and if I don't have my oatmeal, Aww. then, you know, it's not good. It's not good. So there's that. <laughs> but these are things you learn through trial and error and then you go right. this works mm-hmm. and so this is going to work until until it no longer works um let's get out of here but but before we get out of here i, I want to talk about uh two additions to dating apps that might help some people out there oh. right so one is bumble is in the process i don't know if they're doing it now but they're in the process of trying out a pseudo version of speed dating in their app. Why do I feel like we've talked about this or was it a different app? There was speed something dating? with speed dating. <sighs> what the fuck? Well, this was a more recent article. Okay. Maybe maybe it wasn't Bumble, but it was something that had to do with speed dating. I can't remember. But go ahead. Okay. I mean, we talk about so much. I know, I know. Yeah. Are you at the point now where... After we stop recording, sometimes. you have no clue yeah, what we just sometimes. what we talked about, mm-hmm. and then it's it's yeah done now yeah yeah it's a it's a real thing <laughs> it's a real thing and I, I I know I've said this before but I I hope anyone understands that if you ask me about something I said you you need to tell me be more specific because I I really I <laughs> I really don't know it's it gets deleted when I delete this thing and then when you bring it up and it's like oh yeah I, I remember that yeah. But a lot of that has to do with I'm just absorbing a thousand and one things in a day. And we also do so. this frequently. Yeah, and it's just so it's a lot. Yeah. And and we've said it here before, but this is what we do on a right, daily so basis, even right. without the microphone. We just <laughs> yeah. talk about shit. But um, Bumble, Bumble is trying out this speed dating thing, and the way it works is typically the way Bumble works is. You have to match with the other person, mm-hmm. and then the women start the conversation. Yeah, right. But I think they have it on a specific day where they have, I would imagine, it, an even number of men and an even number of women. I'm not sure how they cherry pick these people, mm-hmm. but they allow them to interact with the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever it may be. They they allow the singles to interact with one another. Mm-hmm for a couple minutes to actually have whatever kind of conversation you can have through chatting. I'm not sure if it's strictly texting or if they actually allow people to communicate with one another through FaceTime or over the phone. I, I would imagine it's probably just chatting 
do text message. Okay. And or maybe you have options. Maybe you have options. Yeah. But uh if you are vibing with that other single and they're vibing with you at the end of the experience, it lets you all know that you all match like a speed dating scenario would. I don't know if you've ever done speed dating before. <laughs> you don't <laughs> but know. You, but you, you don't know it. if I've but ever seen done it. speed dating. But you've seen I it know before. what it is. You've seen it yes, before. You know that I've never done yeah. speed dating. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> if, you, if you match with that person, then it allows you all the... I guess the opportunity to have more conversation. I wonder if that has to do with maybe like Bumble isn't working out the way it should be just because of what we talked about. Like women aren't really the pursuers. So it's Mm -hmm. maybe it's just another way to get people engaged engaged in this app in particular where you're giving women the control. I think also, too, is that these dating apps are seeing that probably a lot of the reason why dates, the the dating scene isn't as successful as it once was is because of the lack of interpersonal communication. Yeah. And so this is just one less barrier to get people to actually communicate with one another. And I guess in a perfect world. You get a couple minutes to put your best foot forward to yeah, have like a conversation with chase, someone. Kind of. Yeah. Right. And then you get to move to the mm, to the next stage. You know what? I just remembered what it was. You said that there was some app that it like opens up for a certain period of time. Oh, yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's yeah. what it's yeah, yeah, made yeah. me think same, of. Something same scenario. Speed. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I want to say that app was only open on Thursday or something. Yeah, like I think that. that's what it was called, it was, maybe. Yeah, thir- yeah, Thursday, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, people. So the yeah, app is open that's Thursday. That's what it made me And think they al- allow this speed dating thing. And uh, again, I, I think it's just, okay, well, that's the folly in our... Uh, plan as far as getting people to date one another if these apps if their primary goal is to actually get people to date one another mm-hmm. maybe this is me being a conspiracy theorist but i would imagine that they are kind of hoping that relationship fail that way it keeps you on the app and it keeps you going <laughs> because up, it, yeah. because if we're all in relationships and we're not on the app and, and but you do have to have success for people to want to fuck with it true true certain level of success right yeah. but I, I think regardless, people are going to people. So there are True. always going to be people that are going to fuck it up and get in their way or whatever it may be, and, which is why they're, <laughs> yeah. they're single. And they're just but you're going to do that on or off the apps. On or off the app, right. <laughs> but now this app is allowing another avenue for people to get on there yeah. and actually have communication with one another without the barrier of letting the woman speak first, which is... Mm-hmm. Not yeah, is the best barrier. way to go about yeah. it. For women, it's... A good barrier because now it stops you, you from getting creeped on. It makes yeah. you feel more comfortable. But, but in, for you all to make the first move, it's is, not. Yeah, it doesn't really yeah, line up. Right, exactly. I wasn't a fan. It's it. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah. Because you're automatically not being courted. Yeah. <laughs> you're just right. You're just not. It's just not. No, someone's not courting you now. Yeah. In in any kind of way. Do you miss dating apps? No. No, I don't. I don't. I the only thing that I miss about dating apps is I enjoyed interacting with new people because that's who you are, because that's who I am. True. So it had nothing and it has nothing to do with me interacting with new people to fuck them or to date them or anything like that. But I liked interacting with people. Yeah, I could see that. But I get that also by the way I work. 
right? I mm-hmm. choose not to work in a facility and be around the same people every day so I can go about the city and interact with new people and meet new people. And so it's so that gets True. filled. But that would be the only thing that I miss about the dating app. I, I do not miss the grind of the dating app. <laughs> the grind. And just because it was it it was a lot of grind. It was a lot of stupid and it was just a, it was yeah, it, it was a lot of it, games. It was a lot of work. Especially if you're someone that's not playing games. Yeah. Then it, it doesn't work. But if you like games and then it, it could be a, a great fucking place to be <laughs> if you want attention and you want to play games with another yeah. human being. So the next app which isn't doing so well is called The Right Stuff. Oh. This okay. app is a dating app specifically targeting conservative people that are looking to be in a relationship with another conservative person. That sounds like Christian Mingle or something. Christian Mingle, but for conservatives. Conservatives. Right. Christian now, Mingle. True. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of liberal Christians. No, I get it. Right, right. Uh, but, but, but. This app is failing because it's all dudes. It's a sausage fest. I could see that. And mm-hmm. it's not enough women, if if any. <laughs> honest. That's hilarious. So, so it's a bunch of guys signing up <laughs> for this. Oh, yeah, I want a good conservative woman. And they're not <laughs> There's no women up. on there. And, and, I, and I know plenty of conservative <laughs> women. Yeah. But they're just not on the... <laughs> the right that stuff. Or maybe they don't know about it. Maybe maybe yeah, it's a new yeah. thing. And maybe maybe we're promoting and you know yeah. getting so women out there. So for all, right, all of you women out there, whether you're a conservative or not, but if you're looking for a conservative man, name. there it is. The right stuff. They're out there. And maybe they need a better name. The right stuff. It it doesn't sound. Um, I guess they were going with like rights. I, yeah. Right. No, no. I I get I what they're doing. Get it? It's yeah. Cute. Play on it words. Cute, but I don't think it's the right <laughs> fit right because it doesn't sound romantic yeah it didn't i wouldn't have thought and i'm sure their marketing is shit well yeah primarily because you know anything that has to do with conservative it typically gets silenced so they're, probably, they're probably not getting Having the support from getting, the yeah. the major social media mm-hmm. you know, uh, um platforms like instagram facebook Twitter. True. They're probably getting shadow banned or silent. So <laughs> yeah. there's so there's probably that. So yeah. it's probably people on Reddit, which is probably dick heavy, right? It's not a whole <laughs> lot of sure. estrogen on Reddit, right? right? So it's probably the Daily Wire and in Reddit viewers yeah. signing up for this thing <laughs> and they're not getting the support that they that they need. Because <laughs> because I and and maybe this is just the, the people that, that I I'm around, but I'm seeing more and more people lean more towards being a conservative not to say to the extreme that they're going to go on a conservative dating app but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know I, I would imagine they're not getting into marketing and and one thing that i think doesn't work in their favor is you're trying to market a dating app that also says you're not going to put your gender pronouns in here. You're not going to. So it's all, you know, you're you're doing a lot of putting yourself in this corner of not to say that they're bigots. I don't want to say that they're bigots. But when you say things that we're, we're not tolerating this, we're not accepting that, then you're 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 putting yourself in a special 
January 6th kind of <laughs> pigeonhole. Where, but I, I would assume that if it worked out, it could probably be like a really great match for people. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're just cutting to the, you know. Short, you're cutting right. the short, short, short. This is what we're about. Yeah. This is what I want. Just like Christian Mingle, right? Right. Now, <laughs> now there, are a lot of, there are a lot of wolves and they're preying on those sheep. But again, you're cutting the short, short, short. This is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Boom. Even more so on a so if you're a woman out there that's a conservative and you're looking for a conservative man, the right stuff is the right app for you because right now it appears that it's it's in your favor. And I would imagine, I would imagine, and this isn't to say that these are good guys. I'm not saying that that these are good people or bad people. I'm not saying any of that. But I would imagine if there was a dating app where you would be looking for a traditional man. Mm-hmm. male mm-hmm. that is going to not fuck around and is probably going to wife you up and you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. it may be. Mm-hmm. And If you're looking for that <laughs> traditional guy, I would imagine that this would be the dating app to find that yeah. person. It's because they're only, I, I would think they're men who are really reason. about that life right. are on there. Right. Yeah. Right. You you might not be that good looking lawyer that wants to go out and <laughs> and, and and look good and you know <laughs> and have a job of a certain status, but if you're looking for that traditional guy, you're, you'll more than likely find. Yeah, hmm. interesting. The right stuff. Where do you find this? I just get on the internet and I try to find shit about relationship stuff, and this is the mm. stuff that I get. So, along right with a lot stuff. of other stuff. But I felt like last week's episode was a little bit heavier on the more, I guess you could say, serious side. And I and I had more stuff about the alpha beta thing, but I didn't want to beat people over the head with it. So I think, okay, well, <laughs> You'll save well it. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do an episode where we're just kind of, besides the first 30 minutes of it being super serious, this mm-hmm. is more of a lighter you know episode. what we could have talked about and maybe we'll save this for another time since mm-hmm. we were talking about you know what happens when it's a relationship ends and it's me versus you it made me think about that situation that i told you about where the husband well soon to be ex-husband oh, yeah, was yeah, requesting yeah. keeping oh, yeah. nudes oh, that yeah. were gifted to him from his wife when obviously they were together we'll we'll, we'll write it down and we'll yeah. talk about it for for the, the next episode yeah. But yes. But while it's on our mind and anyone has made it this far, thank you for listening. But I want you to think about your thoughts, not you, but them. I want you to think about your thoughts on your ex keeping your nudes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about your ex keeping are you your keeping news. your, you, you know. Are you keeping your ex's news? How do you feel about that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Would you admit that, I wonder? Hey. Thanks. Good times. All right. If you made it this far, we really do appreciate you. This has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast, a podcast where we're saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. As always, I go by the name Ethan Mitchell, and I did this with the lovely Christina. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye, bye